Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 315 and it is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. It is Pi Day. I am your host, Victor Amoyo. And with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? And joining us live once again, uh, returning uh, for the second half of the Bad Comic Book Movies Tournament, we have Lou from Wrestling Is Trash and the Everything Podcast. Welcome back, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, we're we're here. We're gonna uh, continue to have have fun with this uh, Bad Comic Book Movies Tournament. Um, we're in the second half. Uh, we had 32 films that we uh, chewed the fat on a couple weeks ago. And uh, we've whittled it down to um, 16 films right here. And tonight we're going to determine the winner, or the loser, rather, of this tournament, which will emerge as the worst comic book film uh, in this tournament. Uh, we've got some real real solid contenders here. Um, just to give, uh, give you all a rundown uh, from a couple weeks ago, uh, the films that were eliminated uh, from this tournament include uh, Shaquille O'Neal's uh, 90s classic Steel, uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, uh, mm. Michael J. White's Spawn, Batman Forever, Jonah Hex, Daredevil, uh, uh, the Affleck edition, um, The New Mutants, The Spirit, uh, let's see, Iron Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, Eternals, which was uh, quite a surprise, um, Venom, uh, Hellboy 2019, let's see, Green Lantern, Watchmen from 2009, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 2014. So those films got bounced from the tournament. And uh, right now we've got uh, eight matches lined up in the second round. Uh, we've got uh, first round, we've got Catwoman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. We've also got Judge Dredd versus Batman and Robin. Blade Trinity versus Elektra, Fantastic Four from 2015 versus Son of the Mask, oof. <laughs> Thor, the, <laughs> Thor the Dark World versus Spider-Man 3, Thor Love and Thunder versus Morbius, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen versus Batman versus Superman, and Justice League 2017 versus Suicide Squad 2016. Yes. We 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 out here. Good lord. Yeah. My, st- my stomach hurts. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we said the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we said the worst, and you know we're by by God we're gonna do it. So uh, yeah, we we could be here talking about good movies. We could be talking about the Oscars. We could we, we could be talking about everything everywhere all at once. Eleven nominations, seven wins. Oscars so Asian this year. Awesome, I love it. You know, I haven't seen that. You Me neither. Don't feel bad. It's it's incredible. It's I haven't incredible. seen it. I keep it's just on the list of endless. It's in the endless backlog of movies. Oh, I keep oh, yeah. moving it up. Yeah, the I, endless backlog that never fucking I never seem to cut down. Yeah, I I know the feeling. Like I have a I have a running list of films that I that I have. Well, with you, it's even worse because you watch all kind of shit. You watching foreign movies, and just, I yeah. try to keep it to my the my genres that I enjoy and shit. Like I, I don't really venture out too far. Mm. But I will say this: we do have to uh, acknowledge this. Um, we had our Oscar. We had our Oscars bet. Yep. You know, most wins wins our bet. If I have won, if I won, I, Vic would have to watch 
the psychic, which is a uh, very uh, which is a two B movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Enough said. And <laughs> if Vic wins, then I would have to watch Tree of Life. And the winner is Vic. Yep. So uh, sometime this week, I will be watching Tree of Life. Tree of Life. Uh, Tree of Life. It's a it's a film by Terrence Malick. He's a very art house director. Like his movies are, his movies aren't like straightforward narratives. They're like basically like visual tone poems. I already looks disgusted. And um, no, I don't trust Vic. It's uh, it, it like Tree of Life is it's not horror. It's 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 it's, a, it's an introspective movie. It's a movie that like makes you think about your life. It's like it's like a reflective movie. You're, you're watching it. And it's this like hmm. this is not that boat thing, right? That you were talking about a couple weeks ago. What's that? What's that movie? Because I, I actually want to remember oh, what uh, that one was. The boat movie, Where? Triangle of Sadness. There you go. That's yeah. it. Okay, I gotta remember. I gotta write that down. So I make sure never to watch it. <laughs> yes, we don't trust Vic when it comes to movies. Okay, well, I, listen, it's because of Vic that I watch, well, that I know about Cannibal Holocaust. I hate that movie. Yeah, it's. I watched that movie when I was like eleven. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's a problem, bro. I, I when I was a kid, uh, I'll try to tell this real quick so I don't keep interrupting. I grew up in the Bronx. And I was like uh kind of like a lashkey kid. I, I I was I basically was a homebody and um there was a video store like around the corner from my block on Watson Avenue. It was this big giant video store obviously i was a kid so for me it was probably gigantic it was probably small as shit but they had they just had it seemed like all they had was horror movies because that's all i would see everywhere and uh they had them on behind these glass cases and i would just go there like every other day and get like three tapes and i'd get them based off the covers so i'd get like the video dead class of newcomb high chopping mall uh you know, Cannibal, Holocaust, I Zombie, all these classic covers that you've seen like over the years. Those that's how I picked the movies, and I'd pick them and go home and watch them. And um, I was never really affected by the gore or anything, but now, dude, bro, I can't watch mm-hmm. any of that shit. Yeah, none of it, dude. I can't do gore at all anymore, bro. Mm. It's like I can do some. But, like, that excessive, like, saw, the yeah. collector-type gore where flesh is... I, bro, I can't do it. Mm. Yeah, I feel, I feel you. Yeah. The Cannibal Holocaust was beyond my limits, too. So. I, got a, I, got, I got a TikTok challenge for you. I'll make sure I send it to you. Oh, nice. <laughs> True. But, um... Yeah, it's because of Vic that I know about and I watch the strange thing about the Johnsons. <laughs> the less man I could I could really go the rest of my life without ever having to talk about that movie again I understand I, I mean, understand some people might watch uh, it on Father's Day fuck <laughs> ooh 
I feel like you've been holding wow. that one in for a while. <laughs> that was it. That one was in your back pocket. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, listen. <laughs> hey, hey, don't blame me. Blame the filmmaker Ari Aster. I mean, he's got a he's got a terrific imagination. Apparently, it's not even his fault because I went years never hearing that movie, and then I get on Twitter one day, yeah. and I see this thread called uh, the thread was um, what's what's a movie you regret watching or something of that, something to that extent. Mm. And this wrestler that I follow, her name is Big Swole. Oh, that's she, post, she posted, this is what she posted. She posted, whoever made me, to the person who made me watch this, your mama. And she posted the screenshot of this. I don't want to say too much, but mm. there's a scene in the movie where uh, someone bursts into the bathroom <laughs> and this, this character makes a face and it was a screenshot of the face mm-hmm. and i was like what the fuck is that yeah. and i looked it up and my whole life changed <laughs> not for the better mm. no not at all yeah well you know uh i think i think we we, we, we can all we all emerged as a stronger people uh, <laughs> after that viewing experience I, I don't think i'm a better person for even watching <laughs> that movie hey uh be on the lookout for Ari Aster's next film, Bo is Afraid, and coming out next month. Oh, I'm watching that. I'll watch anything that he does. Oh, yeah. Anything. But that... <laughs> well, you know, Meatloaf says I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, he does not decide to make a sequel to that. Or a, like... Do you imagine if he decided to make, like, a goddamn full feature-length version of that? Like, just take it to... Theaters to uh, no, bro, you can't do it. No, nah, I think no. they will ban. I, they will probably ban that movie. That movie will just get never. canceled. Yeah. What a just disturbing, <laughs> so disturbed. Just for anyone who's watching this or who's gonna watch this or listen to this, and you, you're 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 curious about this film because it keeps being brought up on this podcast. I talked about it on my podcast, and you're like, man, what are these guys talking about? If you're curious about it. Just take a hot poker and stick it up your nose and poke to that part of your brain that's like making you interested in watching it and just burn it. Yeah. Just burn it. Yeah. Because it's it, it's not worth it. It's not. Just worth don't do it. it. It's that's it's exactly it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it, bro. Well, uh, well uh, speaking of films that aren't worth it, uh, let's talk about this uh, bad comic book movies tournament. Oh, yeah. Great segue. Five. Boom. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the, the our first matchup of this tournament right here, second round. We've got the Razzie Award winning Holly Berry vehicle, Catwoman, versus uh, the 90s classic, I put that in air quotes, Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles oh. 3, Time Traveling. We love wow. it. Wow. So let's begin with you, Lou. Uh, between this wow. tremendous contest, Battle of Wills, cinematic greatness, what do Jeez. you choose? This is a battle of titans right here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as I, I know it won a Razzie, and I know we... we took our time and dissected this movie the last time we did this and as much as i feel like catwoman is a very terrible film Mm. that turtles in time boy that Mm -hmm. thing is just it's 
It's so awful. And it tanked an entire, like, franchise. Like, it was on the shelf for over a decade because of this film. Um, Damn, this is hard. Like, I really want to not give Catwoman this pass, but if I got to choose between these two, bro, I'm going with Turtles in Time. I'm just... That movie... It you know it just disappointed me so badly. Like I didn't give a shit about Catwoman if it was gonna be good or bad. I was like, oh, I'll check that out. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. It sucked. Big deal. But dude, I was looking forward to another Turtles movie. Like I wanted that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it just was just. <sighs> I don't even have the my vocabulary isn't. <laughs> it's not good enough for me to come up with with uh, enough adjectives to describe how I feel about that movie. It's just absolutely atrocious. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I'm going with Turtles in Time. All right. What you, sir? I will go with the monstrosity of Turtles as well. Like, you had the first movie, which was literally, still to this day, I still consider it the best Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, I agree. Still holds up to this day. I always do wonder, though, how did the Ninja Turtles get the money to buy their pizza? Hmm. How do they get money, actually? That's a good question. (laughs) Okay. He paid that dude a 20. I know. April O'Neil got the hookup. Was, they had money before April. Oh. That was before when she when he slid the oh. <laughs> the uh, thing, the twenty through the vet. Mm. He that was before they met April. Damn, that's true. Oh. Mm. But that's you had two part two campy but still fun. You know, go ninja, go ninja, go. Mm-hmm. But. That was just so heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. Like, a move, making a movie that crushes a kid's spirit mm. about a <laughs> beloved franchise? Yeah. that do it. At least Catwoman, you got Halle Berry in a cat suit. True. Kind of all you needed. I think that's the only reason why the movie was made. I mean, that and, like, all the other actresses who were approached for the role turned it down. They knew what they were doing, but yeah. we got Cal- Halle Berry in a cat suit. But there was no payoff for that of, Nin- of Ninja Turtles 3. Mm. So, yeah. Ninja Turtles 3. Wow. Um, Alright, well, uh, I, I, I was going to go with uh, Catwoman. Because um, with, with Ninja Turtles 3, I mean... <laughs> That movie has no redeeming value. I mean, both of these movies have no redeeming value, really. Not like, at all. Like with Catwoman, I mean, yeah, sure, you got Holly Berry in the in the cat suit, but the cat suit looked like ass, and it and, and that's the least of the movie's problems. They have like special effects that look like it came straight out of a PS2 first generation PS2 title. You had a, a plot where the story where where the main antagonist was an evil cosmetics company. <laughs> And they had this 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 facial cream where if you if you if you stop using it 
your face turns into marble, like stone, and it'll crumble. So you have to keep yeah. using it. And that's what Sharon Stone was to play the villain, and that was like her issue because like Holly Berry played uh, Patience Phillips, who found out about the whole scheme, and then she got killed, but then she got resurrected by a bunch of cats. And yeah, the the, the movie the movie's terrible. I mean, like, but but at least at least Catwoman has that has that has an ounce of charm where you can like watch it and just crack on it and have a good time with friends. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. You can't do that. No, you, no, you can't. Like no. I, even and like I said, like, like I said in the last episode, even with my with my with my non-existent standards as a nine-year-old, I knew how whack that movie was. <laughs> I was disappointed. And yeah, I I I, I want a Catwoman to win this one, but you know what? I'm gonna go with TMNT three as well. So, yeah. T, so Ninja Turtles three. It moves down further down the barrel. Yep, further down the barrel. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I um I wanted to look up the Rotten Tomatoes score, and mm-hmm. in doing that, I found the director of Turtles Three. Yeah, and I name doesn't ring a bell. It's Stuart Gilliard. So I'm like, what else has he done? Mm-hmm. I'm over here going through his filmography, and it is a two pack of ass. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I need to look uh, this up my damn self. What is here? I don't, dude. Uh, Twitches two, Twitches Paradise, the Cutting Edge, not the you know the Cutting Edge movie, the 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 skating movie. Uh, they came out with this movie called The Cutting Edge. It was kind of like a thing for a little bit. Well, okay. he didn't do that. He did the sequel that went to DVD. Oh, <laughs> uh, some movie called Rocket Man, War Games, Hatching Pete. Like all of this shit is ass, bro. Yeah, Kart yeah. Racer, River World, Full, full Court Miracle. Oh, sounds what like some... the fuck, is... dude? Like this, some... He's got a lot of movies on there, all ass, bro. Hmm. No wonder. Wow, sounds like wow. some straight to TV, wow. straight to straight to TV type of. Type bro, of... he went straight to like uh, Betamax, bro. All this wow. shit is. I don't know what any of that is, but Rotten Tomato score is uh, not great, but it's higher than I thought it was gonna be. Hmm. So. Rotten Tomatoes for Turtles 3. Where'd it go? There it is. 19%. Oh, that's pretty high for that film. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's a little <laughs> weird. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm kind of ashamed of the people giving it a 34% audience score. I, I don't know about that. I don't know what's up with that. That's a little too high for my taste. Wow. Hmm. Little to no standards. Yeah. They didn't even use weapons in that movie. No, because of that... The reason why they didn't use weapons, and I learned this, they didn't use weapons in the in the second movie too, was the PTA got pissed off because like the first movie was pretty dark, it was gritty, yeah. it showed the grittiness of you know New York. Uh, first of all, first of all, big shout out to Pop Stewart. They just did a whole entire like Ninja Turtles uh, yep. episode. So yeah, they show how gritty New York was. They show like the cur- Raphael screaming, damn! I was going to say, that was a big deal when I was a kid. That yeah. He, like, my mom took me to see the Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. Like, she took me to the theaters. And when he yelled that out, I was like, oh my God, he's <laughs> he said, damn. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was, yeah, and I was a bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, because like the first movie was more so based on the comics as well. Yeah. It was pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. 
that first movie's dope, bro. When Shredder first comes out, he jumps on that rooftop, bro. He's got all his freaking blades on his arm and shit. He got that dope-ass mask, bro. Come on, man. That yeah, shit. that... I fuck with that movie, bro. Yeah, I still want to smack Danny in the face, yo. To this day. <laughs> for snitching and we're telling where the turtles were at. Yeah, for real, bro. Oh, man. I love that movie. Pork rind. <laughs> Pork rind. And shout out to Elias Coteus, bro. That was one of the first things I saw him in. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love that dude ever since, bro. I loved him in Chicago PD. Uh, it's like one of my low-key Shooter favorite with Mark Wahlberg. That's a low-key dope-ass movie. Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Hey, he got some bangers, bro. Mark Wahlberg got some bangers. Oh, yeah. Contraband? Was good too. Contraband? Contraband? No. That movie is Fucking awesome, bro. Okay. He got some low key, he got some hits, bro. Yeah. Marky Mark. Don't call him that, though. He don't like that shit. (laughs) Feel it. Feel it. (laughs) That's right. Don't you know the words? I do. I know the words, bro. (laughs) Shit, I think everybody knows the words of that song. Oh, man. Uh, So, yeah, we'll we'll move on to another matchup here. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll choose a different one here. Uh, let's go with uh, Blade Trinity versus Elektra. Mm. Yes, we've got the worst Blade film versus a spinoff nobody asked for. Even though Jennifer Garner is a good actress. That was for the check. Yeah. Mm. Um, if, I, if I may start, I'm going to go with Blade Trinity for this mm. one. Because uh, Electra, Electra has the crime of being forgettable, you know, and and that's and that's what works in its favor. Blade yeah. Trinity, Trinity, it it it, um, it unfortunately, it unfortunately follows follows like the f- two good films, Blade and Blade Two, and then David S. Goyer, the guy who wrote the first two films, unfortunately a director, he was not shit the bed with this third film. Um, yeah, man. Just, just the, some of the weird, like Triple H. Triple H was in it for some reason. You had Parker Posey, like King of the Queen of the Indies, making her making an appearance there for whatever reason. Um, I think Patton Oswalt was in the movie too, which was which is for some reason. Yeah, like a, a lot of the a lot of these a lot of the casting decisions was like why like did, like did 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 you, did you need a, like a. T- you, do you owe back payment on taxes? Did you need to pay off your car or something? Like, yeah, like, and Dominic Purcell as Dracula. Oh, excuse me, Drake. 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 Ah, that, yeah, that that wasn't. The, the, the movie the movie does not does not fire on any cylinders at all. It's it is a massive fail. But, uh, I, I will say the one the one saving grace that Trinity has is that it's not as bad as a Sticky Fingers show. The short-lived Sticky Fingers show that came afterwards. We're, we're gonna go back to that, <laughs> which, which is not saying anything. So uh, Sticky Fingers was cast because he had the look. I don't even think they finished that show. No, like I don't even think they they put out. I think it was like maybe twelve episodes, and I think they put out like ten, and they didn't even finish it. Yeah, I could have sworn it was like it's actually four. I could have sworn, but fuck, yeah, it's even worse. I think it was on a Sci-Fi Channel or Spike TV, one of those. Yeah, it was on Spike TV. Okay, yeah. I remember because I kept trying to find it because I was trying to watch it. Because, uh, you know, this is not this is pre-MCU. We didn't have all this fucking glorious comic book movies like we have them now. Yeah. So you had to, you know, go look for stuff. 
Oh yeah. So so yeah, my my votes with uh, Blade Trinity for this one. Uh, as I look at a picture of uh, Triple H playing Jocko Grimwood. <laughs> Fucking Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Um, Electra. Just, yeah, I gotta go with Electra on this one. Mm. Okay. At least Blade Trinity was so bad where it, the, the it has a redeemable value. For the soul, for the sake of, let's get together and roast this bitch. That's one way of looking at it. Electra, I'll just put it this way: you had a dollar, you had your last dollar. Would you buy Electra on DVD or a sandwich? What are you picking? Sandwich. Yeah, I mean that's not even that's not even hard. I thought you were gonna make me pick between the two movies. <laughs> I had a dollar and I can only buy one of the two movies. Uh I'd take the dollar and flatten it as tight as I could and slash my own throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh so yeah, you got you got electric car? Yeah, I'll take electro on this one. Alright. So Lou, you're the tiebreaker Yeah. Fan. You know, I tend to side with Vic on this. Electra is exactly that. It is the forgettable movie. Like, it's... Nobody remembers that movie came out except the three of us talking about it right now. Yeah. Um, we're probably, like, upping the views for it, like, on Voodoo and shit on Amazon Prime. I'm sure it's on Amazon Prime for, for show. I'm sure it is. Mm. Uh, but... You know, Blade Trinity, man... What bothered me most about Blade Trinity was, like, I was excited to see Hannibal King like on screen yeah and i was like oh cool this is ryan reynolds i didn't really know much about ryan reynolds at that time so i was like oh he kind of looks like him and shit you know because hannibal king in the comic he's gone through different looks but he always kind of has that like weird kind of inspector with the trench coat like you know kind of like look john constantine kind of looking dude yeah and uh he's not really known to be like jokey I, I don't know why ryan reynolds every role he has to play has to be like the same dude like yeah. Everything is jokes, jokes, jokey, joke, jokes. It's like, all right, dude, I get it. You, 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 you know, you're funny. I get it. But can you like, can we have some range a little bit? Mm -hmm. I know this was early, but I was just kind of excited to see that character. So it's nice seeing Jessica Biel on screen. I'm not gonna complain about her, but I just love that. I really like the first movie, but I love that second Blade movie, man. Yeah. Like, and the way they ended it, like he goes to Russia and shit at the end. And he's like, uh, Dos Vidania and shit. So you just like, you're so excited for the next movie. And then you get this, and it's like, it's like dumbed down. There's not enough blade on screen for me. The villain's super weak. Like, I think Dominic Purcell's like 5'3 or something like that. Yep. <laughs> he's not like the tallest dude. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it, it just, he wasn't intimidating at all. He was like, a pretty boy Dracula, which was a weird way to go. Um, and yeah, I just, it, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm going to have to go with Blade Trinity because Electra's like, who gives a shit about Electra? I, I had that movie on DVD and I barely remember anything about it. 
You spent money on that? Yeah, because at the time, man, I was, I'm telling you, this was pre-MCU. I was, I was buying anything that was comic related. All the Spider-Mans, the Daredevil, and Elektra had all that shit in order of like, when it came out on my shelf, and that was my thing, man. Hmm. Indeed. So yeah, uh, Electra, you know, like like you said, Lou, um, nobody remembers it until until we talk about it. So at least we're gonna get at least one person somewhere in the world be like, oh yeah, let me watch it. I got nothing better to do. Zombie Electra coming out of the grave. <laughs> the DVD. Oh man. Being yeah. resurrected. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Blade Trinity uh, uh, sucks its way into uh, the next round. Um, next match. You've got two ensemble pieces, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen versus Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh man! <laughs> so one one movie was the uh, Swan cinematic Swan Song of the late Sean Connery, and the other <laughs> really his last movie. That really was. Oh, that's that just makes me and, sad. And and the other, well. The other took two iconic characters, and uh, well, I mean, the, I, I, I don't have I don't have words. I really don't have many words to describe how bad it is. But uh, yeah, BVS versus uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So um, who should uh, so Lua? What, you know, right now, if this was subtitled right there in the, on the bottom, it would say audible groan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, don't know painful. Dude, mm. I just, you know, again, Batman vs. Superman, I, I do find things about that movie that I can enjoy. I, I this Batman and Superman on screen at the same time. I know we went through this whole thing. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but I did find enjoyment in it at some I found some enjoyment out of it. Um League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is just a I didn't know like obviously I know who Captain Nemo is and who Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is, but I wasn't familiar with this like I guess it's a graphic novel or something, and then they kinda adapted it for a movie. Um I had never read that comic, so um I wasn't like entrenched in those characters, so I really had no reason to hate it, even though it like kind of sucked. Uh, it was more just kind of like for laughs, like again with Mr. Hyde's big fake rubber arms that he couldn't yeah. bend. Um, yeah, it wasn't a this is so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Batman v Superman because. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is not, it, it was like, I don't want to say bad on purpose. I'm trying to find the right words, but it's like, it was super campy. And I don't think that they were trying to make like some type of masterpiece. Right. I think Zack Snyder was trying to make some type of masterpiece with Batman v Superman. And it just didn't work out, <laughs> to say the least. Um, there's just too much wrong with it to defend it, to let it like squeak out so i'm gonna have to push that into the next round so i will go batman v superman dawn of justice yeah in time <laughs> uh, 
and uh, that's in time. And, We're superheroes in time. <laughs> and Nick Thomas in the comments says, uh, "BVS is the goat of bad movies. That and DBZ, the Dragon, the oh, live action. Oh, how did that? Oh man, Dragon Ball Evolution. A, so it's not a comic movie, but oh my god. If I was including Ooh. manga, well, which that I, is probably. Which I don't know a lot about. I but. hope the casting director of that movie was not only fired, but blacklisted from yep. Hollywood. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Like, even even though, like, I'm not, like, I don't know uh, much about DBZ, but I got offended when I heard about the casting of that movie. I'm like, wait, isn't Goku Asian? Why did we cast a bunch of white actors? What's happening here? And that Piccolo, man. Get the fuck out of here with that Piccolo that they put you, man. If you don't get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. Justin yeah. Chatwin. Mm. <laughs> I hope the check was worth it, man. <laughs> Did they make money off it? I'm like, they... I'm sure that movie lost. I his mean, ass. wait, James Masters. Oof. As Yo, two point five out of ten on IMDb. Uh, that is that is something. Wow. But uh. Oof. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Carl, uh, what you got? LXG or BVS? At least the guy who played Piccolo was nah, Captain bro. Faro Ar- Argus in uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, no redeeming quality. <laughs> no, rede- no redemption out of that one. I tried DBZ. I tried Dragon Ball, but yeah, it was just bad. Um, yeah, bad. Why was Ernie Hudson in that movie? Um... What you got, Carl? I'll just never forget the day we went to see that movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, it was long. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember leaving that movie theater so mad that I was like, I'm going to go home and watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Now, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not a bad show. It's a fun show. Yeah. But to the point where I needed a palate cleanser for a superhero movie. Yeah. And I'm be honest with you, I've never seen LXG. Yeah. Um, From what it sounds like, I'm not missing much. Nah. I mean, it's worth a watch just because it's, I mean, it's not like, it's a bad movie, but like, it's, it's, I'm trying to find a way to explain it. It's like not on purpose bad. Because some movies you could tell like this, it's on, this is on purpose, bro. Like you're really trying to make this bad. But this movie was like, it almost seemed like they were like kind of having fun with it at some points. Because the acting was like cool. Like the, you know, I don't have a problem with the acting. It's just overall the movie itself was like weak as fuck. Some of the costumes like Nemo looked fucking stupid with that big ass beard and the captain's uniform and shit. Um, but it's like, you can go, ah, you know, whatever, it's it's, it's just there, but you have, when you have Batman and Superman, there's not really much to fuck up there, like, you're talking about two of the most iconic characters in anything, two most recognizable characters, like, they print money, (laughs) and you couldn't come up with a better fucking story than what you had there. I don't even think there was a story. Yeah, it's... Like, honestly. Yeah, it's, it was very weird. Like, what's the story of that movie? They just... They're 
Batman wants to take out Superman because he feels like he's a threat after what happened to, you know, Metropolis. Yeah. That's basically the the gist of it. Hmm. Yeah, and like I also remember too, like when when I went to the theater, I went to the uh, showcase uh, cinemas in Seekonk, and there was an, a, a line at the door. It was a long line during the daytime, like in the middle of the afternoon, for BVS. And I remember like, wow, like people were going out of their way to see this movie in the daytime, like that many people. I, I had never seen a line that long during the daytime before or since. So like I was like all right the line all right the, the wait here's too long let me just drive to another showcase so I went to the one in Warwick and I got in and it was packed and I remember sitting there watching the whole movie and I was just I was I was more mad at myself for having spent the money and actually driving wasting my gas money to go to another, another theater to to watch this movie and man and and, and I don't know like um. And I'm thinking of like uh, you know our 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 fellow podcast friends Pop Stew you know uh, they swear they swear that the extended cut which is on HBO Max is actually a good movie watchable I find it very hard to believe mm. watching watching BVS the theatrical cut yeah, I, I watched the I, I watched okay so full disclosure yeah. I watched BVS in a theater twice oh. uh, and then you. I bought it on blu-ray when it came out and then watched it again i'm sorry uh i bought the ultimate edition and watched that oh my god uh i'm telling you i'm easy to please sometimes <laughs> and when you got batman and superman on screen together bro i just so i uh, will say the ultimate edition the extended cut is definitely it it definitely patches in some fucking holes there but it overly, it does overly convolute the fucking plot big time. Like they add a whole fucking like uh, desert sequence, not in the um, nightmare realm, but like this whole subplot of like spy shit. Yeah. And then you have uh, they kind of flesh out a little bit more of like why uh, why uh, Clark Kent goes to Gotham City to investigate like Batman and all that shit and what this vigilante's like. You know, they do a little more flushing out of that, but I mean, it's still, bro. You you still got no 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 nose doomsday. <laughs> it yeah. just it, it's it's just I, I can't defend it. I really can't. Yeah, indeed. I can't. Yeah, and uh, the indefensible BBS does make it to the next round because you know I agree there. Deeper into the hole. Yep. And uh, so switching gears to the Marvel side of things, uh, let's talk about Thor The Dark World versus Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, and it's oh. no question about it. Now, like, we... I gotta go with Thor. No, the, the Thor has no, its flaws. You're bugging. Thor has its flaws. I get it. They they tried to. I'm like, all right, if this worked, let's up the. If the comedy worked in Ragnarok, let's up the ante to the bit where it was detrimental to the movie. I get it. But where at least Thor had some redeeming qualities, especially with the whole Gore the God Butcher battle in the in. And the necro scene. Oh, this is Thor the Dark World. No, oh, the, Thor, the Thor, Dark Thor the Dark World. Excuse yeah. me. This is the second Thor movie. Oh, no. Thor, Thor the Dark World, I watched. So, me and my girlfriend were doing the MCU. 
Mm-hmm. First of all, she, we just finished watching Guardians. Okay. Number one. Nice. God, that movie is so fucking good. Part one? So you mean she Guardians is... the Russian movie or Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so you gotta watch that Guardians, that, that Russian movie. That fucking movie is incredible. <laughs> That's <laughs> a fucking incredible movie, yo. It's, it's so incredibly cheesy. That you have to watch that shit. Okay. The, 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 the Guardian. It's called Guardians. Oh, I believe, Guardians. I believe okay. it's called Guardians. Okay. It's like a Russian superhero, like a, it's like the Russian Avengers movie. Okay. <laughs> Spider Man Three. At least you can sit through Thor: The Dark World. You know, there's a story. It's just it's mediocre at worst for the MCU. Yeah. I always say MCU yeah. movies are mediocre at worst. Yeah. You know, because they're because all reality they're just spokes in a in a. They're just spokes in a wheel. Mm-hmm. Where Spider-Man 3... What is the redeeming quality? Emo Peter Parker dancing? You have... Over... You know, more supervillains than needed. True. Eric Foreman as... Eddie... As... Venom. Yeah. Even when he's not Venom, he has the sharp teeth for what? <laughs> yeah, why? Peter Parker hurt my feelings. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, Venom was there just to be there. Yeah. Studio mandated. And it was just like, yo, you... Like, Eddie Brock was jacked. He was diesel. Like, he... Tom, Tom Hardy was per- perfect casting. Yeah. Eric Foreman, no. Like, no. that that's what it is. It's Peter Parker hurt my feelings. I want to beat him up. That's what it was. Oh, shit. Can you imagine if they would have had Tom Hardy in that movie as Venom? I, it would change, be... That would change the whole fucking yeah, movie would. for me. It would. That would have changed the whole movie for me, bro. They would have had Tom Hardy up in that bitch. Mm. It would be a completely different thing. So, yeah, Spider-Man 3. Mm. Okay. Um, mm. Let's say you, Lou. So here's my thing with Thor The Dark World. Um, Again, whenever I make my MCU list, it's usually always at the bottom of the, the barrel. Fair. Now, that's not saying that it's a bad film. It's just the least, for me, the least entertaining or the, the least favorite MCU film. Because I tend to like all the MCU films. You know, there's a couple here and there that like Eternals and some other ones we'll talk about later. But, um, you know, it's at the bottom, but that doesn't mean, for me, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's just like, I have my favorites and then it kind of shit rolls downhill. And it it's not the best. Up down there. Yeah, it ends up down there at the bottom because, you know. They kind of wasted the villain and, you know, this whole romantic subplot that they got going on with Thor. And, and, you know, I know I get it. We've seen it in the comics, but I just didn't care to see it on screen. It was boring to me. So and I think that's the main thing with that movie. It's like it's boring. You know what I mean? At least the first Thor is kind of cool when he's, uh, you know, he's fighting with the frost giants and shit. And, and he's fighting with, uh, what was he, uh, Mephi, Mephi, I forget his name, Not, uh... the Loki's quote-unquote, 
pops. Um, so yeah, there's that. But Spider-Man Three is just you. You have this Harry Osborn thing. Is what is he? Green Goblin? Is he Hobgoblin? Is New he Goblin. Goblin Ninja? What the fuck is he supposed to be? Like he's not even a. I don't understand it. I guess he's Green Goblin, but he's wearing like a ninja mask. I, I don't understand it. Um, and you got Venom thrown in there for no reason whatsoever because did not need to be in the movie. And the way they introduce Venom is just like, eh, here's some goo. It's a symbiote. Don't think about it too much. It's just this gooey, like, black thing that's alive. It's a, Don't worry. You'll, we'll tell you more about it later. And they don't tell us shit. It's just this thing. Um, but the, my favorite part about this movie <laughs> is not the dancing. It's when he's at that nightclub or whatever that club is, and Mary Jane's in there and catches him dancing and acting all crazy and shit. And she goes up to him to try to, like, calm him down. And my man, Peter Parker, turns around and backhands her full force. Like, he full force punches her. Mm-hmm. To the point that she goes flying across the room. Mind you, she, nothing's broken. She didn't break an arm or her neck or none of that shit. He punches her in the backhands her in the face. And she goes flying across the room. And then she lands on the ground. And she's just, like, looking at him like, oh, my God, you hit me. That's like, no, bitch, you should be dead. Spider-Man is very strong, dude. He he should have killed her, like, literally. With that amount of force that he used, she should have been, like, deceased. Um, and then she just, that's eh, eh, cool, magically forgives him and shit afterwards. It's like, nah, no problem. So, yeah, we got uh, aliens and molecular changed bad guys and domestic violence. <laughs> uh, all of that equals a shitty movie. I'm not, I can't, I never want to watch that again, honestly. So I'm going to have to go with Spider-Man 3. Mm. Yeah, uh, between Thor The Dark World and Spider-Man 3, I've only watched both films one time, and that was it. That's all I needed. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll also roll with Spider-Man 3 for this one. Uh, Thor, Thor The Dark World, uh, like we said, at least it's forgettable, and it's, and it's not terrible, it's just mediocre, and definitely bottom-tier MCU. Yeah. Um, but Spider-Man three, what what a what a disappointing way to end that trilogy. I mean, Sam Raimi did what he could, but you know, the, it's the venom of it all that it was one villain too many. Yeah, and especially coming off of Spider-Man two, because Spider-Man two is still like one of my favorite comic book movies, man. Yeah, absolutely. Doctor Octopus in that movie, that that whole movie was the shit, dude. The doc, the um, the job that they did with Doc Ock, it was just like outstanding and for them to, to go from that to like three is mm. it's shameful yeah sam raimi's gonna be at rhode island comic-con this year oh really nice mm. okay very interesting yeah um oh we score that in, if we score that interview <laughs> <laughs> well i i promise I'll, i won't ask him about spider-man 3 it's probably still a sore subject <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the crowd, no, <laughs> you can't control the crowd. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Spider-Man Three swings its way to the next round. Uh, moving around the bra- bracket here, uh, let's talk about two stinkers here: Fantastic Four 2015, aka Fant Four Stick, as it's spelled, Ver- versus Fantastic Four Skin. Yeah. 
<laughs> versus Son of the Mask. Oh. Ah, fuck that son. I'm Fantastic Foreskin. I'm pushing that. I'm pushing that until again. I didn't see Son of the Mask, so for me, it's no competition. So I just throw mine out there real quick. Yeah. F- Fantastic Four is is ugh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to roll with that one. I mean, listen. Walmart can't even give that movie away. <laughs> they don't even have it in the bargain bin. They have it, like, on the floor with the with the price tag that just says, just take it. Damn. It's like, steal this movie, please. <laughs> that movie, like... You'll never see that on B-Rob's Choices Were Made. No. <laughs> oh my God, the thing is naked. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm looking up. How does he pee? Um, he has a knob in that. Very painfully, I guess. But uh, uh, looking at the Rotten Tomato scores, uh, Son of the Mask has a whopping six percent. Holy fuck! Yep, out of 105 reviews, uh, Fantastic Four 2015. Has a, a whopping nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes out of two hundred and sixty-three reviews. It's only off the strength that it has the Marvel name attached to it. Other than that, and here's the thing: hmm. the actors who are in that movie, yeah, are pretty accomplished actors. They are, yeah. Obviously, you know Michael B. Jordan's killing it right now. Mm-hmm. You got Miles Teller, who's not bad. Um, what the hell? Who played Invisible Woman? Kate Mara. She was in uh, wasn't she in Dreaming House of Cards? Uh, yes, she was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did she hit by a train? What? She got hit by a train? No, well, didn't she die in that movie? I oh. mean, in that show? Oh, yeah. I stopped at the end of the second season. I couldn't tell you. But um. Yo, Fantastic Four has 100,000 plus ratings, and it's at 18% audience score. Hmm. That is... Wow. (laughs) Wow. You know what sucks is that Josh Trank, again, I know I brought it up before, but, you know, he made that really cool Chronicle movie, and I was, like, excited about this, but the problem, like, with this movie, for anyone wondering, Hmm. it's, like, it's so dark... And everyone looks miserable, and it's drab, and it's grays, and, like, dark greens, and it's not popping at all. And it's like, dude, that's not even the spirit of, like, the Fantastic Four. Like, the Fantastic Four is, like, a whimsical group. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're very, like, you know, it's a family. And they're, like, mm-hmm. they go out there, and they fight crime, and they got these fantastic powers, and they relish in their powers. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Then you have this thing where, like everyone's stone-faced and no one's smiling everyone's miserable and they're working on this thing and it, it, it's just like it's a, it's almost like you didn't have an understanding of who these characters even were like the other fantastic four movies weren't great by any means but they at least managed to capture like that fantastical for lack of a better word you know aspect of the group and it's like this dude he's like he didn't even like i don't even think he understood the what he had Mm. Yeah. Even the posters, like look at the promotional posters. It's all like gray and dark, and you can barely see the thing. And it's like, 
there's all this destruction in the background. Like, they're trying to make them look like badasses. And it's like, dude, it's the Fantastic Four. Like, hmm. it's just so weird. It's such a weird choice. First of all, they're all kids. Reggie Cathy plays Frankenstorm. Yeah. Yeah. My vote to go to head down to the sticky shit in the bottom of the barrel is fans. Fan foreskin. <laughs> that that's what it that's what it's called. Yes. Mm. So, yeah, uh, Son of the Mask was, by all accounts, terrible. Um, but man, like the fact that these two films are so close in terms of Rotten Tomatoes ratings is speaks volumes. But um, I will I too will go with uh, fans foreskin. Uh, fan for see now you got me saying it. But, Good. <laughs> uh, I will go with a uh, fan forestick because. Um, for the for the simple fact that you're taking like uh, one of one of Marvel's legacy characters and you and it's yet another terrible movie, it's, and and it's like the Fantastic Four can't so far can't catch a break on no. the big screen. Um, I like to think that maybe maybe part of it is that maybe the Fantastic Four as the concept maybe it's too. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's a it's best suited for like a retro setting. Like if you took Fantastic Four and made a made a movie that was set in in the nineteen sixties, maybe you got something there. But I think maybe they're too antiquated for like a modern setting. It works in the comics, but maybe on film it maybe it just doesn't it has that missing element. So well, it just yeah, it just hasn't yeah, it just hasn't been it just hasn't been done. You know what? Yeah. I wanna do this. One of these day you know, one of these days when we feel like celebrating some snap. Mm-hmm. We'll do both. We will watch Fan Foreskin mm-hmm. and the one in the 90s that never got released. Oh, oh. the Roger Corman oh, joint. God. <laughs> now, the Roger Corman we gotta oh. watch both of them. Who knows? <sighs> maybe do a watch along. And we will break down and find out which one is the absolute better and or worse. That's rough, bro. Shit. You're fantastic. Get ready for to hear the thing say Stretcho like <laughs> 19 fucking times in that movie. Oh, man. Come on, Stretcho. By the way, Brigadu do is uh, from England. And this one, too? No. Jamie Bell. Yeah. Ben Grimm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least Michael Chiklis is more believable, a more believable Ben Grimm. Oh yeah, definitely. Big yeah, but it's Michael field. Chiklis, like. Yeah. Big what has Jamie Bell, Bell been in? Am I am I just ignorant? Um, I think it was in Billy King Billy. Kong, Snow Jumper, Snowpiercer, oh, Rocket Man. Was he in? Uh, was he in? Um, am I seeing this right? He was in that. Uh, the um. Oh, I guess not. I think I'm seeing things because they're showing a picture of uh, the chick from in the girl that's in Handmaid's Tale when she was in that Invisible Man movie. Oh, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. yeah, they're showing a picture of her. I don't know why. I thought maybe he was in that movie. Flags of Our Fathers. He was in Billy Elliot. Because I don't recognize that dude at all. I mean, it says Rocket Man, Tin Tin, Skin yeah. King Kong, mm. Billy Elliot, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's really in anything that I've seen. So, because I was gonna say, like, what happened to that dude? Did, did this movie like ruin his fucking career? Because I don't know what else he's been in. 
Didn't you like Jumper? Pretty much. Jumper, I, I've never seen Jumper. Did he play? Did he play? Um, With Elton uh, John? Hayden Christensen. Oh no, Taker and Egerton played Elton John. Yeah, but he was in the movie. Yeah, he was in the movie. He played Bernie Taupin, wherever the hell that is. Hmm. Oh, uh, song okay. uh, and Elton John's uh, songwriting partner. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he hasn't really been in too many other things, so I don't know. Yikes. Well, uh, Fantastic f- Fantastic Four. Ooh, wait till you Man. see what goes up against Oof. that one next. We oh are God, going bro. to have a field day. <laughs> Alright. So we've got our this is painful. <laughs> so we've got our next matchup here. We've got Judge Dredd, the Stallone edition from ninety five, versus <laughs> Batman and Robin. I am the law. Uh, Chill out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I am the law versus versus ice puns. Ice puns and bat nipples. The Iceman cometh. So I'm trying to think about this because these are two movies that I've seen multiple times. Sing louder, sing. (laughs) Sing. This is getting painful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny, it's getting, but it's, it's painful. It's getting, it's getting difficult because, yeah. like, as much as I say Judge Dredd is a bad movie, um, all those like late '90s, 2000s kind of like films like that, like I, I kind of, I, I watched until you know the tape popped and shit. Because Batman and Robin is like, it's obvious like that that was made to sell like toys, products. Like it was all about Flash, and they were using the license to just let's, let's just sell Happy Meals. We're gonna put these fucking Batman's in Happy Meals. We're gonna put them in in the you know we're gonna put them in everything. School lunches, they're gonna be everywhere. Just yeah. buy shit. So you know it was obvious that they made a really cheesy. They went back to like the '60s camp of it all, and and you know. But man, Judge Dredd, uh, they had, I would think that they had carte blanche to just kind of make a really good Judge Dredd movie. Mm-hmm. And they kind of fumbled that bag because, first of all, with him taking his helmet off immediately was just like, or it already was like a problem for people who are familiar with the source material. Yeah. But if you're not familiar with the source material, like, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to see this movie and it's just a cheesy. 90s movie but i don't know if like general public people would consider it like horrible you know what i mean as compared to the people like us who know you know the comics so Mm -hmm. this is really fucking difficult yeah um but again if we're gonna if i'm gonna continue the trend of films that destroy a franchise we're gonna have to go with Batman and Robin. Robin, they yeah, definitely did that. That's got my vote because, like you said, it destroyed a franchise. I mean, it's like neon Gotham City. Yep. Like Gotham City was on a just went through a period where like everything was just on an acid trip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And ecstasy and acid. That's all it was. It was just Gotham City was just a rave. 
You know what's my favorite thing about those Batman movies, too? Like, they never even bother explaining to you, like, how the fuck the Batcave was made. Like, did he have, like, a construction crew come by and they all signed, like, NDAs to make sure that they didn't tell anybody that, hey, bro, I was, uh, hey, honey, I'm home. I just came home from, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you, but, yo, this motherfucker got a bat-shaped plane in this cave. (laughs) And he's got an elevator that goes down and he got this dude that's made out of clay trapped down there in a fucking container. And we built this fucking bat poles and, like, come on, bro. Like, he built that shit all by himself, or do you have a crew down there and help him do it? Like, they, they never explain, like, what that is. That's why I love Batman Begins, because, you know, you got Lucius Fox, you got the whole, all those projects that they went nowhere, and they're on the shelf, and he's, like, taking them all, and kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? So they kind of explain it. This is, that's where you, that's one like, I get a great love for that movie. But it's like, these other ones, it's just like, yeah, Bruce Wayne, he's just has a giant bat wing. And he has this giant fucking car that, like, armors itself and flames are coming out of the back that he just, I don't know, I guess he just built it because he's Bruce Wayne? Yeah. I don't know. So, I came across it. I went in the uh, into the Batman and Robin Wikipedia, and Coolio was actually playing playing Jonathan Crane. Oh. He was supposed to be Scarecrow, and then there was oh, wow. a proposed fifth movie titled Batman Unchained, but often incorrectly referred to as Batman Triumphant. I'm not even going to make an attempt to uh, butcher that name, but his script had the Scarecrow as the main villain and the Joker would return as a hallucination in Batman's mind caused by the Scarecrow's fear toxin. Harley Quinn would appear as a supporting character Written as the Joker's daughter trying to kill Batman to avenge her father's death. My God. Um. No. I no. I I don't accept that. That's unacceptable. So like, I mean, I can kind of see like an interesting angle. Okay, Harley Quinn being the daughter of the Joker. What if she still wants to, you know, be like a a, a psychologist, and then that's what explains her crazy. Yeah, but still, it, it just wouldn't, no. The film would have depicted the Scarecrow and Harley Quinn teaming up to drive Batman insane and have him committed to Arkham Asylum. After their defeat, the film would have ended with Bruce Wayne traveling to Bali and entering the cave where he allows himself to be swarmed by bats to symbolize that he has conquered his fear. Clooney, O'Donnell, and Silverstone were set to reprise the roles of Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. Schumacher had also approached Nicolas Cage for the role of Scarecrow in Batman and Robin as a as a cameo appearance to set up an appearance for in Batman Unchained before ultimately casting Coolio. Oh man, Coolio as Scarecrow? Damn. I think somewhere in the multiverse that that we. That, that movie has happened. Yeah. Damn. Rest wow. in peace, Coolio. It's yeah, probably a classic in that. There's way too many details there for this movie to not have been released somewhere in the multiverse, bro. Mm. I'm sure that movie has made money somewhere. In mm. okay, the guys, the screenwriter's name was Mark Protosevich. And he also wrote the screenplays for Poseidon and I Am Legend. Oh, 
Okay. Hmm. So, I mean, hey, I mean, I mean, Nicolas Cage. Batman. Yeah, he, Batman. You, know what it, you know what that is? Oh, that script to I Am Legend, mm-hmm. that's what you call growth. Yeah. You know, you know the, the director's cut for I Am Legend isn't actually bad. Like the with the with the alternate ending, uh, I don't think I Am Legend was a bad movie. No, it wasn't bad. Like the theatrical cut, like where the original ending, where you know Will Smith blows himself up. Yeah, that wasn't really cool. But the alternate ending was like, okay, it makes more sense. It's more closer to the source material. Oh, we're getting the, we're getting the sequel anyway. Yeah, we are actually. Yeah. Didn't they have a Batman versus Superman logo in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And it said 2015, right? I think so. Yeah. Must I think have. it said in 2015 too. Very yeah. weird. Yeah, it was off by one year. Yeah, but yeah, Batman and Robin skates its way to the next round. I have a feeling that's gonna make it. Um, has a good chance. Uh, t- uh two more, two Ooh. more matches here. Um, to close out the second round. Uh, let's go with uh, Thor: Love and Thunder versus Morbius. Oh, Morbius. Ooh. Morbius. At least Thor Love and Thunder was entertaining. Yeah. 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 Morbius. I'm going to have to go with that, Morbius. too. Because Morbius, you know, Morbius with that post-credit scene really... First of all, Morbius with the the false advertising in their trailer really pissed me off. The having that poster of Spider-Man in there. Nowhere in the movie did you see that poster. They didn't mention that at all. Then at the end, you got uh, you got that post-credit scene in uh, the Spider-Man movie with Adrian Toomes and uh, the dude who played Scorpion. I forget his. He's got like a weird Russian name. Hmm. And then in this movie, like, uh, never explain how this happens, but um, Vulture appears... Like in the post credit scene, full vulture costume from the MCU. Like, and he just shows up and he's like, hey, we got to go get Spider-Man. And Morbius is like, yeah, sure, dude. And he's not like, okay, uh, wait, who the fuck is Spider-Man? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And who are you? Because <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are. It's like, come on, man. You, you, you know, Sony really needs to stop with these movies, bro. And and it doesn't seem like they are because they're making a Craven the Hunter movie. They're making a Madam Web movie. Already cast they're making, they're making some kind of uh, Mexican luchador Marvel character that they have. I don't know the name of him starring Bad Bunny. Hmm. That's all part of this Spider-Verse shit that they're doing. So somebody's going to see these movies. It's not me. But somebody is. Yeah. So mm. I am going to choose Morbius because as much as I dislike Lord Thor Love and Thunder, uh Gore the God Butcher was pretty cool. They could have done a lot more with him, but he was pretty cool. So Yeah. I'll the, give it a pass. And the movie is called El Muerto. Ah, okay. I don't know where El Muerto. I don't know what El Muerto means. Yeah, I've never heard of that comic character before, but hmm. I'm sure that it's based on the it's based it's based on Bone Saw basically. Bone Saw, the Aztec right? Zombie, El Muerto, also known as El Muerto, the Aztec Zombie, hmm. created by Javier Fernandez on his own imprint, Las Cornex Comics. Hmm. Interesting. It's not in Marvel. 
That's weird. Hmm. So why is this a Marvel movie? No. Hmm. That's very interesting. I'm gonna have to research that a little more. Yeah. yeah. So uh so Morbius Morbius go eat some walruses. It makes its way to the next round. Uh yeah. So yeah, but Love and Thunder, as much as I dislike that movie, at least it was competent. It was competently made. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's got Christian Bale. Um, so, yeah, that's what it's got going for it. Morbius, I think if Jared Leto kept his Italian, fake Italian accent from House oh of Gucci. Oh my god. From, if you ever seen House of Gucci, it's a good movie. Oh no. It's got good performances, but oh man. Come for the good performances from like Lady Gaga, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, but stay... For the train wreck that is Jared Leto's performance. Like the choices that he made in this movie. He was like a straight up cartoon character. Acting in his own version of the movie. Different from wow. the rest of the cast. And the rest of the cast like in the director were probably like. Yeah you know what. We're just going to have to. We're just gonna have to let this ride, you know. We, we're gonna, let's act around Leto. We and came, it, we came this wow. far. Ain't no turning back now. <laughs> Pretty much, and Leto wow. was like, okay. his, his accent's like, it's a me, Paolo Gucci. Why so serious? Like that's his S the He's level. Like, hey, Gabagool. Gabagool. <laughs> Italian stereotype. Hey, what's the matter, you? Yeah, that's that's the level wow. that Leto is oh, acting. No, I gotta watch movie. that. I have oh, to watch boy. that now. Oh, you should. Let's add it to the infinite backlog. <laughs> yes. Nick Thomas says, I would love if Leto never acting in a comic book movie ever again. Probably never acting anything. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's... Uh, yeah. Again, I haven't watched the uh, extended cut of the Justice League, the Snyder cut or whatever that, that shit is called. Because mm-hmm. I'm not about to sit there for four hours and watch that. But I mean, that shit from what I understand, it was pretty cool. In there as a Joker, so I mean, I don't know, bro. Well, no, nah, his Joker was still terrible for like the ten seconds he was in it. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, I, I think I did watch the clip on YouTube, but I didn't like. But I watched like, I guess, like four, four to six minutes or something like that. Mm. That's all you need to he... see, and it's just like, where is this going? Yeah, pretty much. I um, just like, I don't understand like the, because I watched like the the stuff that I hadn't seen because I hadn't already watched Justice League. And it's like, at the end, like, the spoiler alert, guys, if you haven't seen it, at the end, like, Martian Manhunter just, sh- like, <laughs> shows up yep. to, like, Bruce Wayne's crib, and he's uh-huh. just like, hey, what's up? Oh, by the way, I'm Martian Manhunter, and flies away, like, I'm like, what the fuck, like? <laughs> I know y'all, be- I know y'all beat Darkseid before, but I got y'all next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he said, yeah. basically. Yeah, I was just like, he could have at least said his name is John. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, who says, oh, my name's Martian Manhunter? Like, get the fuck out of here. He could have just been like, yeah, my name's John John's, you know, it's his name. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, okay, cool. We know who, we know that's Martian Manhunter. Because mm-hmm. anyone watching this is going to fucking know who that is. Right. So he doesn't have to be like, you know, it's just little shit like that irks me. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid, bro. <laughs> He just shows up with his spandex, his fucking suspenders, goofy ass <laughs> outfit. Yeah. And speaking of Justice League, uh, let's talk about uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League for 2017 versus Suicide Squad 2016. Woo! Wow. This is talking tough. about. Uh. This is tough. Um. Hmm. 
Yikes. Uh, what, what, let's say y'all, because I'm. It's actually tough because both films are quite terrible. They're um, they are both ass. Uh, yeah. yeah, like. Hmm. Damn. Both of them are just a bucket of shit. Liquid shit. <laughs> um. Man, this, this is really tough. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Which one's the worst? Hmm. I, I no, go ahead. Yeah, I, I will say that the Zack Snyder's Justice League, even though it's four hours, it is struck. Each hour is structured like its own one-hour episode. So if you watch it that way, then you can get through it. Oh um, no shit. Okay. Yeah. So that's good to know. Yep. So yeah, like I'll say like um the Zack Snyder Justice League, that's the one worth watching. That's like the, the canon Snyderverse version. Justice Shit, League... I might actually watch that. Oh yeah. Justice League twenty seventeen, man, like you see everything that can go wrong, did go wrong in that movie. One you had um you, you had Joss Whedon taking over director director's duties for Zack Snyder. One, I mean on the positive note, he turned the light on. You saw bright yeah. colors, so that was the yeah. plus. One color! <laughs> yeah. Orange. Orange-red, kind of. Um, the movie did nothing with Cyborg. Um, nothing nothing at all. A glorified flash drive. He, he was just a glorified flash drive in the movie. Um, the the version of of Steppenwolf looked completely yeah, he ridiculous. Looked terrible. Oh, yeah. Just, like... Something like something you see out of something something that you would see out of like a like a PS4 game like a generic villain. Um, That's too much, Greg. Uh, yeah. What else? Um, oh, let's not forget uh, Henry Cavill's uh, uh, CGI upper lip because he couldn't shave yeah. his mustache from Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, God forbid he shave his fucking mustache for this role. No, well, it was, it was, CGI it was, his mustache off. Where he's like, yeah. <laughs> it came on after oh what was we watching no I think it came on after Rampage and right there we're just looking at it and I'm like hey look at his mouth mind you girl doesn't really do superhero movies but damn it she was like that's terrible <laughs> yeah um... my poor daughter opened her eyes for that moment <laughs> wow poor thing you know, only a week old. <laughs> I was like, why do this to her? <laughs> um, but Suicide Squad 2016. Well, it's, it's got Harley. It's Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. She was good. Um, that shit. This is hard, man. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> so for me, because I think I kind of have an answer. <laughs> Sorry, you kind of so, got. It's for Justice bad. League, like you said, Joss Whedon had to take over mm-hmm. for Zack Snyder, who was suffering through a tragedy and shit. Yeah. And he had to take this movie, and he was under like an extreme time crunch to get the release out, so he chopped it up and flipped it and tried to like patchwork a film and inject his own like humor and light and whatever. So he already had a movie there, kind of like done, and he just started moving shit around so i kind of give a little bit of leeway for that whereas suicide squad is just bad 
It's it was made badly, and you have this Joker character in it who I just I don't even and, and not that you're supposed to understand the Joker's motivations, but I don't even understand what he was like. I don't understand anything. He's driving that purple car, and Harley's driving a pink car, and he's got fucking tattoos on his forehead. He's a smile tattoo on his hand. Um, like, they had a perfect, the thing that pisses me off about this movie the most is that you have an excellent animated Suicide Squad film mm-hmm. that you could have just straight up robbed the story from yeah. and made it a live action movie. And it would have been the shit mm-hmm. because that would have been fucking incredible. You, you know, you could have changed some stuff around, but you, you had a, a blueprint there of what you could have done. And yeah. this guy just made a very, very weak film. He didn't have established any characters enough to where we cared about them. Like, the best character for me is El Diablo, and you got rid of him yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the most interesting character. Yep. And you just got rid of him. Yeah. So it was like, after that, I was kind of like, well, okay, because I really don't give a shit about any of these other people, so where are we going here? And I wanted to see Joker, and you gave me whatever that was. I don't even know what to call it. Mm-hmm. So... Me, personally, I'm going to vote for Suicide Squad. Just because this dude was given a movie, and this is what he created. Yeah. A fucking tub of shit. Mm. Yeah, thinking about it more, you know what? I'm going to roll with Suicide Squad as well for this one. Because, uh, yeah, like, Justice League, uh, say what you will about it, terrible movie, but like you said, you know, it was Joss Whedon picking up the pieces um, after a tragedy from Zack Snyder's family. Uh, Suicide Squad 2016, man, like, between the pop-locking supervillain Enchantress at the end, uh, you had um, a bunch of forgettable characters. The film, like, I-, I will say this, like, I remember seeing the trailers, the trailer for the film, and it tried so hard to mimic Guardians of the Galaxy. It did! With, 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 all, the, with, all, the, with all the popular songs in, in the trailer, the, trying to capture that vibe. The whole movie did! It, it tried so hard. It, yeah, you're right. The whole entire movie did. It's just... You, you had... The best thing that came out of it was just everybody cosplaying Harley Quinn. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the whole year. Yeah, it was yeah. very annoying. And the film, Suicide Squad, it actually won the Oscar for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Wow. Yeah. And let's not forget. It was a week. Eh, <laughs> 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 oh, Jared Leto's life. And I mean, and David Ayer's made, like, David Ayer made Street Kings. He made End of Watch. He made Fury. Like, he yeah. knows how to make movies. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So... I don't know how he managed to... Because the thing with Suicide Squad is, like, you saw with the newer one that they did, you have these characters that, like, no one really... Even comic book nerds are not really too familiar with these people. So you have, like, carte blanche to kind of make them cool. Hmm. And he, like, just failed to do that with any of these people. So... Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's that's my vote, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we got uh, Suicide Squad making it to the next round and is closing out the uh, second round for this tournament. Now we're going to move into the quarterfinals of this bad comic book movie tournament, beginning with, oh, gentlemen, I have a matchup for y'all. TMNT3 versus Batman and Robin. 
Damn. Oh no, we put the two franchise killers together. Now we, we can't did. use that out. Mm. You can't use that out now. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. I'm gonna go with Ninja Turtles three. Mm. Because at least Batman and Robin still had some type of story and a cast, a much more memorable cast. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was a it was a toy commercial. Yes. That it was a car. It was a commercial. It was an hour and a half commercial. Mm-hmm. But. Ninja Turtles 3, all you know is that they go in time, but yeah, do you really even remember the premise of that movie? Uh, they just go back in time to, to Japan. Do you remember why? No. <laughs> Lou, do you remember why? I'm literally watching a clip right now of this movie. God bless That's you. That's a fight scene. And, uh... This happens with a time machine? I, no, I they had not even a time machine. It was like a time wand type of thing that they just randomly found in this oh. sewer in Manhattan. And they changed the April O'Neil again mm. in this movie. No, Three I think it's April the same from the second one. She just got a haircut. Oh, it's the second... Okay, because mm. I love the, the one in the first movie. I don't know why. Yeah, Judith Hope. That really made me fucking upset. Um... I don't know why or how they ended up backwards in time. I really don't, honestly. <laughs> I know I saw this movie one time a long time ago, and that's it. Yeah, and I just remember that exactly. it sucks terribly. At least you can somewhat remember the plot of Batman and Robin. Yeah, kind of. So, yeah. Even the trailer. Even the trailer, like, because I just put the trailer on real quick to kind of see if they show the MacGuffin, and it's just literally immediately them in feudal Japan. Like, no modern day, oh, we fell in a fucking time machine, and it's like, nope, just straight up on horseback. Yep. No clue. Yeah, Ninja Turtles 3. Just sink it. Just sink it. Okay. Okay. Uh, What you got, Lou? Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, Turtles 3. Just... it, It just... It's... They gave it no budget. They gave, put nothing behind it. They were just like, yo, throw this shit out there. Make some more money. Probably with like a shoestring budget. And like, this is what they came up with. Mm. I can't, I can't defend this movie. I can't. Wow. <laughs> I really can't. So it's got, it's got to be the winner here. Wow. So, uh, TMNT, TMNT 3 ousting, uh, the franchise killer that is Batman and Robin. Wow. Yeah, that, we, that that's amazing right here. We did not get after Ninja Turtles three. We did not get a movie, even if it's animated. We didn't get one until two thousand and seven. So from ninety three to two thousand and seven. Damn, fourteen years. It took fourteen years for, uh, for TMNT to have a new film, and then another seven after that. Yep. And then it took about like seven, eight years for Batman to recover. So, wow. Wow. So, oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and 
party people, we've got TMNT3 uh, waltzing its way to the uh, semifinals of this bad comic book movie tournament, ousting Batman and Robin. This is incredible. Oh, boy. All right, so TMNT3 uh, securing a spot in the final four. Uh, next up, we've got Spider-Man 3 versus Morbius. Ooh. Morbius, seashells by the seashorefaces. Fuck. You know, <laughs> again, the fact that this guy already had... First of all, it's Sam Raimi, established director. Right. Already has an established franchise. You know, basically all he had to do was ride the wave off of Spider-Man 2. I know he was getting a lot of studio input. They wanted this, they wanted that. You still managed to, to fumble this with the casting. Like, the casting of Venom is terrible. If, if you would have had a better casting there, again... I never even really thought about what if it was like Tom Hardy there. Yeah. Just just imagine you had a Tom Hardy there playing Venom instead of Topher Grace. Like mm-hmm. it makes all the difference. You read Nick's comment. Mm. Oh, um, looking at the comments here, Nick Thomas says Morbius because fuck Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. No, no. Spider-Man 3, bro. Is it safe to say that Jared Leto's best performance is when he got killed by Christian Bale in American Psycho? Yeah, pretty much. God damn. was in Dallas Buyers Club. It was probably his, what he's best, like, known for. But I think he's kind of riding that wave of that movie a little too, like, it's been a while since he's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are kind of letting him slide with that. And it's like, yeah, but he was in Dallas Buyers Club. It's like, okay, but how many more bombs has he done after that were yeah. you know what i'm saying so he, he needs to he needs to he needs to hit he needs one real bad mm. um i'm stalling because i don't know what to fuck <laughs> <laughs> um let's see uh having only seen the trailers for morbius um yeah and, i'm morbius and you've been spared the only thing you need to see for morbius is the dance scene with Matt Smith. There's That's really all you need to see. <laughs> There's a dance scene. I, I will... Yep, look at that. As soon as I type in more, it says Morbius dance scene. Wow. So, this dude... Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're seeing... Uh... Oh, it gets better. He does... He... This... Okay, so we're watching uh, Matt Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Smith. Uh, get, do the thing. Do the thing. He's... Getting his dance Here on. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I think Matt Smith, he was dancing in front of a mirror. He just flexed yep. as his face turned into, like some, uh, turned into like some sort of constipated demon for a moment there. And he did it again. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. it again. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's uh, and that's Morbius right there. Yeah, that that yeah. was. That's you. You you've now been indoctrinated into the the morb. Um, the morb. 
Oh, did 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 more did Morbius more ball over the bad guys? Mm. Did, like I said, ain't Tyrese in that movie? That shit was streaming on Twitch for like a good couple of like I think it was like two or three months, twenty four seven. That's how I managed to watch it. So mm. I did indeed watch the film, mm. and it is bad. Um, but the fact that you take a spite, how do you make a bad Spider-Man movie, bro? Easy. You don't have Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, he's up. I had to go with Spider-Man 3. Hmm. So you got Spider-Man 3 for Lou, Morbius for Carl. Yeah. Uh. Oh, shit. The tiebreaker. Hmm. You know, I haven't seen Morbius. I don't plan to. I remember I was on a trip recently, and Morbius was one of the selections on the plane, and I still refused to watch it. <laughs> what did you end up watching? I ended up watching. I will uh, stare at the ceiling. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up watching um, this movie, Armageddon Time, with uh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, okay. Um, this other movie called Two Leslie, Andrea Riseborough. She was nominated for an Oscar. And this really cool French movie called The Untouchables, which was really nice. So yeah, I got, I got to watch three movies, three good movies. Nice. Yeah, Morbius. I was like, I could watch it here. It's free, but eh, I don't want to. Damn. <laughs> I think it's still on HBO Max, I guess. But yeah, I'll, I'll because I I'll be fair to, to to Morbius because I haven't seen it. So I'll go with Spider-Man Three because I did see that. I saw it once. Um, I remember this is how much I dislike Spider-Man Three. Right. I remember when I when I when I bought. Uh, PlayStation 3, and it came with a free copy of Spider-Man 3 on Blu-ray, I gave Spider-Man 3 away. <laughs> That's how much I disliked the movie. I didn't want to own Spider-Man 3. Damn. I just I just gave it away. <laughs> so, wow. so yeah. I'll I'll go with a Spidey 3, making it to the final four, into the semifinals. All so right. Morbius gets to morb away into the sunset. And also, that black Spider-Man suit, that shit was booty, son. <laughs> yeah. Like, they could have just done the flat, like, a flat, yeah, the flat black, black all the way, instead of having that web, that shit looked oh, it was, so it, was, it was dark at night, so you need some type of contra- contrast, but... Mm, yeah. All right, so next up... Holy um, shit. You've got two, two matches here in the quarterfinals. First, let's go with uh, Blade Trinity versus Fant Foreskin. Mm. Oh, this is easy for me. Fantastic Four way worse yeah. than Blade Trinity. Way yeah. worse. Yeah. Because they're kids. They're kids. Thing was naked. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Sue Storm and uh, Johnny Storm, they're... Brother they're and sister. Yep. So how is Kate Mara and Michael B. Jordan... Were they just step-siblings at that point, I guess? Uh, apparently... I think uh, he was adopted... Huh. I guess in the in the story they kind of like in passing mention it in one of the laboratory scenes and shit. So, but then their father was played by Reggie Cathy, so it's like. So Kate Mar was adopted. Her character, I, I don't know. Yeah, very poorly uh, explained. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mm. Yeah, Fant. Yeah, Fantastic Four 2015. Just just 
on, on the strength of Doctor Doom, what they did with that character. Like the last ten minutes, I'm like, do you? I'm like, do these people know who Doom is? Like, Doom is Doom's a whole Marvel phase, mm-hmm. not even like a whole nother saga. They can do a whole nother saga with just Doom as the villain. Yeah, yeah, as absolutely. Well. Yeah, which well. they should be doing, yeah. but you know, we'll see how that goes. Well, okay, I mean, because this whole Kang the Conqueror shit is not. Kang's a div- well, Kang is is he's questionably in the comics. He's question he it's questioned whether he's a descendant of uh, Reed Riches, yeah, or uh, uh, Victor Von Doom. Yeah, it's it's not working for me. This whole the multiverse variants Kang. MCU thing, it's not fucking working for me, dude, at all. They need to figure that shit out. In due time. They already got the plans and stuff, so it's just me. I'm trusting the process. But yeah, I was hoping Ant-Man was going to start filling some shit in, and all it did was leave me with more goddamn questions. So, that is what it is. Well, it's the beginning of Phase 5, so let's... That's some shit, though. Oh, God, this is getting... This is getting hard. Yeah. So we got Fant Four stick into the final four. And you've got our next matchup in the quarterfinals. BVS versus Suicide Squad 2016. Which one will advance to the final four? God. The Farty Four. I'm going to go with Suicide Squad because at least there's like an... You know, an extended cut of BVS mm-hmm. that actually gives it an eyelashes worth of redeeming qualities. <laughs> <laughs> With Suicide Squad 2016 has just no. I mean, they they that movie Saving Saving Grace was literally the Harley Quinn cosplay. Mm. Um, you know. I'm gonna have to go with BVS on this one because as bad as Suicide Squad was, BVS man, oof. I guess it was supposed. You know what it is because it was supposed, like you said, it was supposed to be something good. It was. Yeah, it's not. Like, it just wasn't convincing that Jeremy Irons is probably only like three years older than Ben Affleck, and that's his <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I would put. I would rather have put Jeremy Irons with. Robert Pattinson's Batman. Mm. Because there's a distinguished age difference yeah. between the two. Mm. I mean, Jeremy Irons is he is considerably older than Ben Affleck. Yeah, Irons is in like in his 70s. Oh, God. He don't look it. Yeah, it's like... Okay, Jeremy uh, Irons, alright, he's 74. Yeah, Affleck's like in early 50s. Yeah. 50. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but just... I mean, uh, and then, then uh, Superman was like, you know, if I wanted it, you'd be dead already. And it's like, oh, gee, thanks, man, Mr. Man of Tomorrow. Thanks for deciding not to kill me today. Like, that's not how Superman, that's not how Superman speaks. He's like, what? I, and then, then, you know... Ben Affleck's Batman being Frank Castle in a co- in a cape, basically. Yeah, for um, real. And then the less said about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, the better. Oh so, 
Yeah, I gotta go with BVS for this one. Fuck. So I'm left with the tiebreaker. Yeah. You know, I've thought about this long and hard for the last 30 seconds. And, uh... I'm gonna have to go, as much as I love them, I'm gonna have to go with BVS. Because, again, fumbling of the bag is is you know how do you take these characters and create what you've created like you you first of all the decisions he made especially like jesse eisenberg bro like i was willing to give that dude a chance because i remember when he got casted everybody was freaking the fuck out and then i saw this photo of him like bald Hmm. it was like a black and white photo and he was bald and he had a serious face, and he was just kind of like doing one of these. And he had like a suit and shit, very nice suit. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. Look at you, Jesse Eisenberg. All right. I could, I could, all right, let's see what he does. Because, you know, Heath Ledger, he killed that for me, judging casting. So I was like, all right, let's see what he got. This picture looks dope. Let's see. And then we get little neurotic hand movements and fucking wavy hair and shit. Was uh, definitely a decision, mm. but uh, to take someone with the the the, the braggadocious nature of uh, Lex Luthor, who's just like so, especially like in those Justice League cartoons, the Superman cartoons, right? The way he's portrayed, like so, he's tall as fuck, sleek, suave, good-looking dude, like confident, smart, to turn him into like a neurotic little fucking dee dee dee, like I just. Not happy with that. So, and unfortunately, that's a central character. So, if that's not working, then nothing else was going to work. So, taking Superman, making him moody, and then turning Batman into a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to have to push forward with Batman versus Superman, bro. Yeah, I'm not even mad because literally... Lex Luthor was basically his sister, Haley Eisenberg, the Pepsi girl, acting like the Riddler. Yeah. Wow. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, yeah. oh, yeah, then I just I just remember, too, like, the scene where um, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor put that candy in that random guy's mouth. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, it's just weirdo ass dude, bro. So weird. I'm just sitting there like, this is this is weird. A, this is a really odd choice. <laughs> this is a really odd interpretation of Lex Luthor, but like he was almost like he was almost like a Karen. Like yeah. he put he, he like folding his arms back on his waist and like. Like, he was like almost like a Karen before, like, Karens existed. Like, yeah, just oh, weird, God, bro. So bad. And they try to play it off, like, especially with the Ultimate Edition, like, they tried to play it off where that was one of the things that bothered me about it because, like, some of it, like, they put together, but they tried to make it where, like, Lex was, like, doing all this shit all over the globe to cause Batman and Superman to fight. Like, that was, like, the purpose of the Ultimate Edition. Like, he was. 
he sent weapons to like Afghanistan or some shit that were like super powered weapons to try to kill Lois Lane over there. And then he brought Firefly over here to do this. And like it was he was doing shit all over the place. To try, they tried to make it seem like he was this mad, you know, sci- not scientist, but like this like mad, mad, man or whatever. Mad, mad, yeah. mad. Like, uh, I'm telling you, my brain's not working today. Oh, like an, like but an they try to make genius. it seem that way, and yeah. it didn't even come together with the Ultimate Edition. So, yeah, yeah. and on, and that's another thing with this list. We're judging the theatrical version, so we can't even you can't even get brownie points because of the Ultimate Edition in this right. thing. So it's like we're judging basically the theatrical version, oh, yeah. which is ass. Straight ass. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So now, now uh, we've got our final four, gentlemen. Uh, we've got uh, oof, two stinkers of matches here. So our final four, beginning with the matchup between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 versus Fantastic Four 2015. Oh, mm. Fan foreskin. Fan foreskin. Fan foreskin versus Turtles in Time. time. The insult to the video to the classic video game. Mm. Oh yeah, that game rules. Yeah, I got the freaking Cowabunga version. I haven't even like. You know what? I haven't bought that, bro. I have the um the new Ninja Turtles game, but I didn't get the the Mm. collection. Speaking of games, I finally finished. I I beat The Last of Us, and I beat The Left Behind. Yep. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go Horizon. Horizon. I'm gonna replay it. I'm gonna replay Horizon Zero Dawn, and then move on to Forbidden West. Wow. Okay. Nice. Nice. I just recently, when you guys did that episode about uh, when you guys were covering the game. Of- Awards. When you guys were talking about that, I was playing Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Like right as you were talking about Game of the Year stuff, I was playing Horizon. Damn. That game's fucking phenomenal. Got like no love. Guerrilla Games is they they are taking zero L's. Like I just want them to bring back Killzone. That's all I want. I know that they're they're all up in the Horizon ecosystem, but I need them to bring Killzone back because mm-hmm. I need a Killzone on PS5. But Horizon Zero Dawn is like, dude, that's a, that game, the graphics in that game are like, I mean, it's incredible. Every blade of grass is like moving. It's almost like um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Dude, like, I'm playing that like just as a every hot, hot blade of, again. Bro, like just, every blade of grass moves and all these cherry blossoms are falling down. It's beautiful. Like, beautiful. Bro, it's, Horizon Zero Dawn is like one of the, I mean, Horizon Forbidden West like one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. But, uh, sidetracked again. Well, at least um, we talked about something good, just to kind of yeah, you got a like, bit of a palate <laughs> between. You got to get the dry heave. Mm. Get that. Get your taste buds back. Oh yeah. So. Ooh, turtle in time. I think I'm gonna go with oh. fan foreskin because, as a fan of the Fantastic Four. It made me so mad that they did the Fantastic Four the way they did. Mm. Like, 
Ninja Turtles 3, like, well, yeah, I don't know, because that destroyed a childhood. I think you hit the nail on the head there with that. Why I'm gonna make my decision because yeah, you know I'm gonna go on Ninja Turtle Story because it just it destroyed a childhood. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna so if I can, I'm gonna go the reverse of that because you said that it kind of clicked for me. It literally is a kids movie. Like they made it for children, so right. I could see how children are watching this and watching turtles. They don't give kids don't give a fuck about how the turtles ended up back in time. They don't care. We grown ass men are over here picking the movie apart, but kids don't give a shit about that. They're just kids. Um, mind you, we were kids when we saw it, but Fantastic Four. It's just you took you took characters and you come you made a movie where you did like the complete opposite of what they are and what they stand for. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no, there's no forgiving that. Like there's no redeeming qualities about that movie whatsoever. Like you can't even have your kid. Hey, here, watch this. Cause it's like so bleak and drab. Like what kid is going to fucking want to watch that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You, get, you get, put turtles on for a kid. Most likely they'll get some entertainment out of it. So, I'm going to go ahead and vote for Fantastic Four. Ooh. Yeah, Nick said Fantastic Four do ruin all the Fantastic Four cartoons for you. I never watched some shits again after that movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point with that one, too. Like, I stopped. I couldn't watch it until, like, years later when I just found the box set and then Disney Plus releases him, like, two weeks later. Mm. Yeah, that, that um that happened to me. World's, World's Mightiest actually was pretty dope. That series, okay. I like the anime style that they kind of used the art style. Mm. But man, yeah, that movie just yeah, it's just... yeah. Thinking on this, and this is a tough round. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Fant Four Stick here because um, with Ninja Turtles three, terrible. Terrible, mo- terrible movie as it was. Um, at, at least I will say this: at least we, at least we had the one, the the, the one terrible movie. Fantastic Four, twenty fifteen is like the latest in a line of bad movies. Movies that I've gotten from like bad worse. Like you can make a case where this latest version of Fantastic Four is legitimately worse than the unreleased ninety four Co- Roger Corman produced version. And that one is like low budget and janky as it gets. That's like some public access shit. But <laughs> but Fantastic Four, 2015. Oh my goodness. Whew. Like it's a movie that you could say probably killed Josh Trank's career. It's a career killer. So yeah, I don't think he's done shit after that. No, no, actually no. He did one movie. He did a uh, Capone with um, Tom Hardy. It was like a. Small... Oh, he did that. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't, I haven't either. Um, I'm curious about that movie because I do like Tom Hardy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shit. Okay. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to go with Fantastic Four because like it's, it's, it's the latest film in the franchise that has never received a good film uh, ever in its, in its long history, and, it, and it's a shame. Whereas Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, at least we just had like we had 
with the with that trilogy, we had two good films, one bad film. So, just from that from that slim pickings of hair, Fant Four Stick. That's nitpicky. <laughs> it is nitpicky, but Fant Four Stick is gonna make it to the finals here, and it's wow. gonna go one on one against one of these two films: Spider Man Three versus Batman versus Superman. Shit. I got BVS. BVS. How can you take the original? Remember, these two heroes, three if you count Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. are A-list heroes. Yeah. And you fucked it up with an anticlimactic finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because our mama's got the same name. Mm-hmm. He's going to kill Martha. Oh, why did you say that name? Oh, that's his mommy. Oh, my God. It's his mother. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, you're my best friend now. Yep. Mm-hmm. They just become best friends. <laughs> it's, uh, like, it's like Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> it's like stepbrothers. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Um, yeah, Spider-Man 3 was terrible, but man, at least it wasn't as bad as BVS. And that's not saying uh, a damn thing. So mm. oof, So now, BVS in the final two. We got one more matchup to determine the winner slash loser of the bad comic book movie tournament, courtesy the, of Codex Prime. The worst? Fantastic Four. A.K.A. Fant Forstick, A.K.A. Fant Forskin, 2015, versus DC's Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, 2016. Zack Snyder. BBS bull fucking shit. <laughs> Nick Thomas says BBS is the goat of this the tournament. <laughs> but what say y'all? This is a Jeopardy question right here, people. This is. Hmm. Two. Horrible films. I don't even think there's enough emphasis to put the how bad these movies are. Um, yeah, at least people paid to see BVS. That is a thing that happens. So, off the strength of that. After the strength of that, I'm going fan foreskin to close it out. Mm. Like I said, at least you can, at least Walmart's still able to, they were still able to sell copies of that movie. <laughs> Walmart can't even give fan foreskin away. <laughs> you know, this is a case of. Both of these movies did they have the same problem. They had a person in charge who didn't really seem to understand at the core who or what these characters actually are and what they do and what they're about. Mm. And it's more egregious for Zack Snyder because who doesn't know Superman? Who doesn't know Batman? Like even Wonder Woman, who doesn't know Wonder Woman? You got 
the older generation who grew up on Linda Carter. And you got plenty of animated movies and cartoons with Wonder Woman in it. So it's carried on. It's not like she disappeared. and You know what I mean? So you know what these characters are about. Like, truth, justice in the American way. It's literally like Batman doesn't kill. Superman's a Boy Scout. And, you know, Wonder Woman is, you know, the Amazonian goddess. So you kind of got her stuff right. But, like, Superman's a Boy Scout. The cheery bright-eyed, full of hope Superman, and you made him, like, kind of emo, if we're gonna keep it a buck. Yeah. And then, what's the one thing we know about Batman? Well, he doesn't kill his enemies, as horrible as they are. Meanwhile, this guy is mowing down mobsters left and right. My favorite thing in that is the, when he's driving his Batmobile and he's got his, the cable attached to some enemy vehicle with the mobsters in it, and it's literally, like, rolling down the street on fire and he slams it into another car full of criminals. And it's like, oh, well, all those guys are fucking dead. Yep. <laughs> Fuck their families. <laughs> We're not getting, like, you're just killing people. And then even that one scene where he, um, he slaps the grenade into the room with the two dudes sitting there and it just blows up with them in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if those dudes are not dead, like at they're at the very least amputees, double yeah. or triple amputees. Yeah. And like this guy doesn't give a fuck. Does he like Bruce Wayne? Does he like all right here? Let me write a check. Here you go. Go get you a wheelchair. You go get you some prosthetic limbs. You guys will be fine. Like so again, at the core you have this director who doesn't really seem to understand what he has. So you know, Fantastic Four, as much as we know who they are. They're not in the cultural zeitgeist, so you could kind of understand why this guy tries something different. But with Batman vs. Superman, it's like, bro, it's not that hard to make a Batman vs. Superman movie, bro. And you manage to kind of fuck it up in very interesting ways. Mm. So, BVS. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic Four. like I said, um, just the fourth film in a, in, a, in a cursed franchise on film. Um, you could say like with the with the Tim Story directed films from 2005, 2007, like or 2008, they were mediocre, yeah, at, at best. Yeah. Um, but they were semi watchable. Like if you had absolutely nothing to do, um, the Roger Corman one is just you know it's, it's just pure comedy just for its mere existence alone. <laughs> Uh, if that's on YouTube. Yep, yep. It's if it's oh, on it YouTube. Is. Oh, it gonna, is. Oh, good. I'm gonna spend money watching. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna find out. Um, Fantastic Four 2015, however, doesn't have any of those so-called redeeming qualities. Uh, Batman versus Superman. It's a dreadfully terrible film. It's a it's a film that is. Uh, like you said, Lou, it's a great example of how Zack Snyder either didn't understand the type of characters that he had, or if he did, he just didn't care and wanted to have his own interpretation of those characters. You know, you know, fans be damned. Oh, oh is that it? Oh, yep. yep. He's posting it's on there. Okay. <clears throat> it's on YouTube? <clears throat> yeah, it's there for free on YouTube. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Although somebody, whoever oh. whoever uploaded this, he had the goddamn nerve 
the unmitigated gall yeah. to put the Marvel new Marvel logo <laughs> before the movie. Wow. <laughs> That's How insane. fucking dare you? Mm. That's insulting. Um, but yeah, uh, I will have to say that the winner uh, and uh, ch- and champion slash loser of this bad comic book movies tournament has to go with 2016's Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. So yeah. I'm not even mad at it. Was Run? there ever any doubt that he was going to run away? So, um, look at this. Look at this, dude. Oh, I turned it on myself. We got to do a watch along. <laughs> we got to do a watch along. That's that's yeah. so bad. You know what's surprising? What movie you didn't have on here? That Captain America movie. Oh! <laughs> you know, like, I've never seen that movie at all. I watched it, it a is, long time ago. It is bad. Oh. Really, <laughs> really bad. Oh, God. I'm going to show you what Red Skull looked like. I'm aware of his existence. First of all, the Captain America, the suit, they couldn't figure out how to do the slits for his ears, so he has fake ears on the suit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The ears are fake that stick out of the suit. It's ridiculous. Wow. Oh, man. Absolutely was... ridiculous. Well, that looks terrible. Carl showed me the poster of the movie. Okay, oh. hold on. Let me... But wait till you see Red Skull. Yeah, like Red Skull's like Italian for some reason. <laughs> and uh, just to answer um, Nick Thomas's question, uh, yes, we had a Green Lantern, Green Lantern in the tournament. It lost in the first round to Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's the Red Skull. Yeah. First of all, he has a nose. Yeah. Kind of looks like a bootleg Toxic Avenger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, yep. just red instead of green. Oh, and that looks horrible. Yeah, it's very bad. Oh. It's very bad. No bueno. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, Nick Thomas, uh, yep, the GOAT of bad comic book movies, Batman vs. Superman, Don't Have Justice, is your winner. Yay. Is there some type of trophy or... Uh, so, remember what I said on the, the, the when we started this thing, uh, I suggested that whatever movie wins this tournament should be uh, a watch along. Oh. We ain't got that much time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. Uh, I really don't know if I. I mean, yeah. this isn't my podcast, but I just don't know if I even want to participate in that. I don't think. I, I can't do it. I, now, a Captain America? I got work in the morning. I would watch that. <laughs> a Captain America, I would do a watch along of this one. A Fantastic Four, I would do a watch along of that one. I would actually do the Fantastic Four because I've honestly never seen it from like front to like beginning to end. I've like never I've seen, seen it, it, period. But you it's know, on so YouTube, seen, so we don't got to watch it. That shit is free. Yes. Three ninety nine for me. <laughs> I saw it on. I saw somebody selling it on DVD for fifteen dollars at Comic Con. I was just like, "That's fifteen dollars too much." Indeed. You know what? No, no, no. It's sixteen dollars too much. Back in the day, that was a hot (laughs) item. You know, back in the day before the internet was popping, that was a hot ass item because nobody had it. Right. It was like, you know what I mean? 
was like a rumor that that shit was like real. But yeah, uh, that concludes our Oof. tournament, gentlemen. Um, we made it. Uh, we did it, Lou. Uh, before we, we somehow managed to get through that. <laughs> yes, but uh, but Lou, before we wrap up here, uh, anything you want to plug or anything you want to tell the good people for, as we uh, come to a close? Um, yeah, thank you guys for being so gracious to have me here for these two episodes. I had a lot of fun on the show. Um, if anyone out there listening to this is into wrestling content, good wrestling content. Uh, me and my friend Nick Anaselli do a podcast called Wrestling is Trash. Oh, I'm not actually wearing the hat. The hat's actually over here somewhere. Uh, we do a podcast called Wrestling is Trash where we kind of have different topics and things we talk about uh, for the sport of professional wrestling. And uh, I have my own personal podcast called The Everything Podcast that I do sparingly, but I do do it. Uh, I'm planning on dropping an episode soon, so if you guys like, you can go to The Everything Podcast on Instagram, and from there you can hit the link in the bio and Everything is uh, easily accessible from there for you, if you're interested. No, nah, definitely check, definitely check out uh, everything podcast. Uh, what do I got? Uh, night two, April second. Uh, I will be hosting a Q and A with the uh, former WWE star Maven at uh, Moonshine Alley in downtown Providence um, for their uh, WrestleMania uh, party. So make sure you come through. Uh, maybe it's going to be doing a meet and grease. Like I said, the watch along is going to be dope. And also, uh, this Sunday, um, will be, uh, they're going to be airing the episode of Rivals with Trish and Lita. And that's what they were filming when I was doing the, uh, panel at Rhode Island Comic Con. So that will be airing this nice. Sunday. So uh, I'll be I'll be uh, watching that, and who knows? I can possibly pull the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, <laughs> pointing at the TV, and hopefully seeing myself on on a WWE program. Yeah, nice. Right on. Not in the audience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, yeah, you can catch our episodes of the Codex Prime podcast every Tuesday. Um, uh, Tuesday evenings around 8 p.m. ish Eastern on Facebook Live. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, come find us. Um, we're on social media as well: uh, Twitter at Codex Prime Cast and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. Yes, and I am now on Mixcloud. Nice. So get the yes. mix, get the uh, <clears throat> Mixcloud app. Uh, follow me at Mr. Bird 1027. Uh, I'll be posting up. Uh, some mixes on the right, you know, on a more consistent basis. So you can hear me, you know, DJ, if you need some, you know, need that. If you just need, if you want to just hear me do some mixes and stuff, random theme mixes. I know I have a, uh, a, a tribute to Def Jam Fight for New York in the mix, in the works. Um, I'm going to do an 80s Jerry Curl mix. Um, I already have two of them up so, so far. So, yeah. Download the Mixcloud app. Find me at Mr. Bird 1027 And yeah, it's just show me show some support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Def Jam Fight for New York. That's like the greatest game ever. Probably the greatest line ever in any video game ever came out of that game. And it's from Redman, who says when he wins his matches, Love don't live here for you no more, Kiko. Get up out the Yami. <laughs> What that means, I have no fucking no, it, idea. 
But it sound cool when he said. But it sound good. Mm, that's deep. But yeah. <laughs> Is this supposed to be background? But uh, yeah. Uh, thank y'all for watching and listening um, to the podcast. So as always, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.